celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this frigid Saturday morning from your gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Sun is shining, skies blue, the ground is dry, and it is C-O-L-D cold. How cold is it, Ralph? Well... Right now, at about 12 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time, here in Las Vegas, 30 degrees. Below freezing, 30 degrees right now. And we're going to top it out at 52 today. We're getting a hopeful 52 degrees out of this today. Thank goodness we don't have any wind. That wind chill <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that's uh, that's the temperatures here right now. Now, you're going to look through the next couple of days over the weekend and into next week. And the overnight lows are going to be in the high 20s to the low 30s. And the overnight daytime highs, we're going to top out in the high 40s to the low 50s. That's it for a while. I'm telling you, it's cold. But there's a cold wave. There's a cold front almost all all across the entire contiguous 58, except for you you people in Miami and Tampa. 77 and 72, respectively. Come on. International Falls, 22 degrees. Cutbank up there in um, Montana, 15. In the 40s and 50s, just like it is here, all up and down the East Coast. I mean, we are in, we are in, we are in the grasp of that huge cold front that just sweeps right from the eastern part of California through Nevada, through northern part of Arizona. It goes right across the the Plain States and the Midwest and right into the east and, oh my goodness, in the East Coast. You guys are bracing from some some oh, weather right now uh, up in the very much northeast, Maine, etc., and up there in Canada, 
parts, uh, even parts of western Kentucky, believe it or not, in western uh, New York, snow, snow in Ohio, snow in Indiana, etc. It's winter. Let's face it. I know we, we're, we're, we're about a week away for the official first day of winter, but it's, uh, it's kind of winter right now, man. I'm telling you. Cold out there. Always fast, firm, and perfect in our race books. Just remember that. And uh, at home as well. So we welcome you to the show on a cold, frigid 17th day of December 2022. That is, of course... One two one seven two zero two two. That is your date. <laughs> one week from today is Christmas Eve. One week from tomorrow's Christmas, and one week from Monday is opening day at Santa Anita. So we're getting in. We're getting into crunch time. And if you haven't already sent out packages or Christmas cards already, you're behind the eight ball. Yeah. So happy holidays, everybody out there. Now, we're coming up to the uh, closing weekend of Los Alamitos, and then Southern California Racing will take uh, a little uh, holiday respite until the day after Christmas when San Nito opens. Golden Gates uh, will be back in action, same thing, the day after Christmas on the 26th. We will be having our regular shows uh, here during the holiday week. Uh, now, next week, on the uh, 21st of December, that's Wednesday, we will have our regular show. Thursday, we will have our regular show. And Friday, we will have our regular show. Uh, we're still uh, we're still on the fence of whether we'll do a show on Christmas Eve because there's only two racetracks on our racing menu that's scheduled to go next weekend both in Florida, Tampa Bay, and Gulfstream. Everybody else will not be racing on Christmas Eve and obviously on Christmas Day. So um, we can get the uh, travel plans worked out for family gathering for Christmas Eve and Christmas. We uh, may not do a show one week from today. Naturally, we won't be doing a show on Christmas morning one week from tomorrow, and then we'll kick it in with a special Monday Race Day Las Vegas radio program, the day after Christmas and the opening day of Santa Anita. That's Monday, December 26th. You know we don't usually uh, do shows on Monday and Tuesday, but we will be doing one that Monday, one week from this coming Monday. So we're in crunch time for uh, Santa Claus. He's uh, he's getting the old sled ready. All righty. Uh, we have uh, Jonathan Hardoon selections today. Bobby uh, Mazursky will be along with us for um, Los Alamitos. Got the Los Alamitos Futurity today, too. Good stuff. Of course, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J as well with their selections uh, in Southern California and Jerry in uh, New York. And right now in New York, they say at post time, which is early today, 8.50 to be exact Pacific time. Track's going to start out muddy, 44 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny today in New York before they get hit again with more winter stuff later. i got to tell you, they're looking ahead for travel plans for everybody. They said about 100, 130 million people will be traveling over the Christmas weekend. you got to be patient because I'm telling you, you're going to get Christmas weather. I mean, the, you're going to get, you want to see snow on Christmas Eve? You're going to get it in most parts of uh 
the East Coast. But in any case, today they got that that respite between what happened in the last couple of days and the more stuff that's coming. The track uh, will be labeled Muddy, Muddy Racing Conditions, when uh, they start the races today at Aqueduct. 44 degrees at post time. And there is a pick six carryover. A two-day pick six carryover at Aqueduct. They didn't hit it yesterday. So you got almost 85 grand in the pick six carryover today at Aqueduct. Little what a Christmas present that would be, huh? How'd that happen, Ralph? Well, uh, the first carryover into yesterday... The first of the pick six races, the fourth race on the card, was won by Al Katik. Uh, $33.20 and apprentice Eric Fuentes in his first career win as a new bug boy. Went right to the lead and never looked back. First career win for Eric Fuentes in the opener of the pick six yesterday Aqueduct to pay $33.20. And it was nice to see that the uh, camera work in New York at Aqueduct showed him going back into the tunnel after the winter circle, where, of course, the jockeys initiated him with a sea of water and, and all sorts of other stuff. They just doused him in his initiation to the jockey colony. So that started it out. Then he had the favorite, $4.30. Another easy horse to get, I guess, at seven sixty. Then you had a $38 winner in the seventh race, a ten eighty winner in the eighth, and in the ninth and final race, nail in the coffin for a pick six hit, thirty three twenty in the last race. So nobody hit it. Five out of six paid twelve hundred sixty three dollars and fifty cents. Nice late pick five, though. The late pick five paid $14,861.75. Nobody had that. And so you got a two-day carryover there at Aqueduct. Okay? Congratulations, uh, Eric, for your first win in a strategically placed first race in a carryover in the pick six. Los Alamitos yesterday. Remember, you, we were talking to uh, John Lendo, uh, talking about uh, Giovanni Franco returning to Southern California to ride, going to ride at San Nita. Well, he got the, there yesterday in time to ride the first race winner at Los Alamitos in his first race back. Giovanni Franco wins his first ride back in Southern California with Pepperman, which was a selection here by Bob Mazursky, paying $7.80. I can tell you this. And we'll uh, chat a little bit maybe with Bob about it. If you saw the race, this was an erratic run by this horse. Down on the inside. was down on the inside, then backed out. Went to the middle of the track and then went back down on the rail and zipped right through on the rail to get up and win. Pepperman in the opener. Um, let's see. The 50-cent pick five. The only one, the first five races, seven eighty, six twenty, three sixty, twenty dollars sixty cents, eleven forty, and it paid four thousand nine hundred and seventy-one dollars and twenty cents. 
Highest priced in the sequence, 20 bucks. And the first three races, pretty much, uh, you know, close to the best favorites. Wow. 4,971.20, 50 cent pick five. And then uh, Kyle Frey had a couple of wins yesterday, and so did Juan Hernandez. He shows up to ride the last two races, Hernandez does, and promptly wins both of those races with the rail horses in the seventh race paying five eighty, and the eighth race paying $7 even. John Lindo on his Lindo report noted that there was a track bias yesterday at Los Al. It was the inside tracking through the stretch which was a reverse of the outer portion of the track being where the horses, the winners were coming from a couple of days ago. So the inside was good. Hernandez back-to-back, shows up, has two rides, two wins, goes home. All righty. And just a quick note, Gulfstream Park, their last uh, pick, 50-cent pick five, the last five races, 860, 12-20, 14-20, 13-60, and 37-20. Those were the prices. That 50-cent pick five paid $16,777.85. Man. All right, Luis Saez had a couple of wins yesterday. So did uh, Irad and uh, Jose uh, had a winner each as uh, the jockeys start to assemble there for the championship meeting at Gulfstream that happens the day after Christmas, one week from Monday. All righty. So that uh, is uh, your recap from yesterday. The American Graded Stakes Committee uh, met uh, yesterday to upgrade or uh, demote graded stakes races, grade one, grade two, grade three, you know all that. One grade two stakes race went to a grade one, while they downgraded five grade one stakes races to grade twos. Okay. Art Collector, they say, is back in the Pegasus World Cup picture now. The Pegasus World Cup, of course, coming up at Gulfstream Park on January 28th. That big race there, Art Collector. I guess now pointing for that. And we were talking as well with John Lindo not too many weeks ago about uh, jockey Frankie DeTore who declared that he was going to go to Southern California and ride at Santa Anita this year. Now, I don't know if too many out there noticed this, but DeTore, when he was first starting out as a bug boy, was actually he actually rode at Santa Anita as well before he went to Europe. So he's, he's coming back to Santa Anita. And that's not the news. One of the most recognized and popular figures in the history of this sport is Detroit is set to begin what be what will be a global farewell tour at Santa Anita. He has announced he's retiring. End of next year, which is twenty three. It's like what three weeks, four weeks away. At the end of next year, Detroit is going to retire. So he's starting his global farewell tour. Basically, where he started out so many years ago at, at Santa Anita. And um, he'll probably be back there, and his uh, retirement probably will be 
during the uh, 2023 Breeders' Cup, which will be held at Santa Anita. So I guess his retirement is going to be around Santa Anita. Wow. He said next year is going to be his final professional year as a jockey. He said it's something he's been thinking about for a while. And, uh, wow, Frankie DeTore, you're going to retire. All right, that's enough news. Time to get started because we got stuff to do. I, I got to get some winners for you, right? Yeah, we want to get some winners today from our handicappers. By the way, a quick note. I'll talk about this right after the break, so don't go away. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit is at Los Alamitos Racecourse through December 18th. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity with points on the line to the Kentucky Derby. First post time is 12.30 p.m. And racing fans, remember Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday afternoon. You could win a berth through the 2023 NHC. Cost to enter is $500, and that includes a $400 wagering card. And on closing day Sunday, it's the King Glorious Stakes for top juveniles, plus mandatory payouts on all multi-race wagers. It's the Los Alamitos Futurity and our handicapping contest on Saturday, and the King Glorious and mandatory payouts on Sunday. And remember, the best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos every Saturday and Sunday night. For Vessels Club information, please call 714-820-2681. The best of racing, the best of nighttime quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty just a quick note here talking about las vegas and you know we always like to give you some of our local stuff today's the las vegas bowl out at the legion stadium where the uh, the home of the raiders so we got the big las vegas bowl and all the uh the folks and uh, the kids uh, from the colleges and all their uh, fans and everything in town. So it's kind of neat. This will be the first scheduled match between SEC and Pac-12 conference uh, teams in 33 years. Oregon State facing Florida today in the Las Vegas Bowl on a day. It's bowl season, you know. And, I mean, we got we got so many bowls today. We got, uh, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bowl games today around the country. And the Las Vegas Bowl being one of them here. 
And they announced plans. <clears throat> and, you, you know, you look and you say, man, well, it's only like three weeks away. But they announced plans for the big New Year's Eve extravaganza fireworks display here in Las Vegas. Now, if you've ever been here on New Year's Eve, you know that all the big hotels uh, just uh, shoot off the fireworks display. And the Gucci people have been responsible for putting it together for many years. Every year when they come here, they make it more elaborate. And uh, this year is going to be more elaborate than any other year in the past. Okay, and uh, maybe next week uh, or before Sanita starts, uh, I'll give you some of the details on all of the uh, particulars and the amount of fireworks and all that. But it's going to be a spectacular eight, eight different strip mega resort hotels are going to be shooting off these fireworks off of their roof. So, um, but you better bring a coat. <laughs> Because it might be real cold out there come New Year's Eve night. Anyway, some of the stuff that's happening here in Vegas. Here's also what's happening here in Vegas. This menu of racetracks that are available in these tracks. In our race books. And of course, racetracks around the country and simulcasting, etc. If you're listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM, first post times on this menu are that of the Pacific Time Zone. We are in the Pacific Time Zone here in Vegas. And our show, Race Day Las Vegas, of course. Now, if you're listening on the different platforms we have, the streaming that we have around the world, of course, there's a lot of different time zones. So wherever you're listening, adjust uh, from the Pacific time zone to whatever one you're in. This way you won't miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times on the racing menu reflect that, the start times in the Pacific time zone. That's enough said now. Now we'll go to the menu of racetracks available today if you are ready. All right, here we go. We begin with Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Now, we already told you about the weather there. 44 degrees at post time for the first. It'll be sunny, but the track will be muddy. And you have a two-day carryover in the pick six. Standing at $84,991.36 to be exact. Ten races today at Aqueduct, and they got four stakes races. They've got the $100,000 Alex M. Robb. Goes as the eighth race on the card. You can stretch number two, three, Jokers, the two horses out of there. So there's seven to go to the post. And it's a good competitive race. Uh, Baris is uh, the 5-2 to two favorite there. Earlier in the day, the Bay Ridge will be the third race on the card at a mile. Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up, a field of six. And Let Her Inspire You is the four-to-five favorite there. And in between will be a couple of half-million-dollar New York Stallion Series stakes races. The Fifth Avenue Division for two-year-old Phillies at seven furlongs is the seventh. Scratch the five, Dustin Hot. And the Great White Way Division for the two-year-olds at seven furlongs is the ninth with a field of 11 there. 10 races overall at Aqueduct. Pick six carryover, two-day jobby. And the track is muddy. First post time is 8.50. 8.50 at the Big A today. Next comes Gulfstream Park. 11 races at Gulfstream. Pick six rainbow jackpot carryover, 27,904. And a couple of hundred thousand dollar stakes races there. The uh, Via Borghese is the sixth on the card at a mile and three-eighths on the turf. Phillies and Mary's three-year-olds and up, a field of eight. 
beside herself as two to one favorite with Louis Saez. And the ninth race is the H. Allen Jerkins at a mile on the turf for three-year-olds and up. And in that 14-horse field before scratches, the favorite is at 7-2, and that is value engineered with uh, value engineering with Jose Ortiz. Those races are scheduled on the turf, so we'll wait and see there. 11 races, Gulfstream first post time is 9-10. Laurel Park is next. They've got nine races at Laurel Park. They've got a pick six jackpot carryover, $1,932. First post time, $925. Tampa Bay is next. Nine races at Tampa Bay. Now listen up if you're playing Tampa Bay. Two races are coming off the turf and two are staying on. The two races that are scheduled and staying on the turf are races two and nine. The two races that were scheduled for the turf and now transferred to the main track are races four and seven. Nine races overall at Tampa Bay today. Pick six jackpot carryover, $6,387. First post time is 9.30. Turfway Park has eight races. The feature is the $125,000 Prairie Bayou Stakes at a mile and 116th for three-year-olds and up. It's the seventh on the card, an overflow field of 14 entered in that one. You got a pick six jackpot carryover, $1,116. You got a super high five carryover of $9,134, and you got eight races at Turfway with a first post time of 9.45. All right. Oaklawn Park is next. Oaklawn Park has 10 races. The $150,000 poinsettia stakes is the seventh at five and a half furlongs, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up in a field of eight there. A wide open event it is. And the $200,000 Tinsel Stakes at a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds and up is the ninth on the card, and eight are in that. Big favorite there is Run Classic at eight to five. So a couple of Christmas-themed stakes races today dot the 10-race card at Oaklawn with a first post time of 10.30. Hawthorne Racecourse. Well, they got a couple of carryovers there at Hawthorne. Pick six jackpot carryover, 976 bucks. Super High 5 jackpot carryover, $2,850. First post time for eight races at Hawthorne, $10.50. Zia Park has 10 races, all quarter horses. Their first post time, 11 a.m. The Fairgrounds has nine races, and their first post time is 11.15. Turf Paradise, Phoenix, Arizona, eight races today. Two quarter horse races are the first two. Then you have six thoroughbred races. That'll make up the eight race card at Turf Paradise. And a first post time at Turf Paradise with a pick six jackpot carryover of forty thousand. That's forty thousand seven hundred twenty-four dollars. First post eleven forty. Then we go to Los Alamitos Thoroughbred and our man Bob Mazursky that gave us a winner yesterday is standing by. They've got the only Grade One stakes race on the continent today. Actually, it's a Grade Two, but nevertheless, it's a goodie. The only Grade Two today. The $200,000 Los Alamitos Futurity. Now that's the fourth race of ten very competitive races on the card today. There are five in the race. Of course, you know Baffert has three of them. And of course he has the favorite, Arabian Lion at four to five with John Velasquez coming over to ride. Bob will fill us in in a minute there. Ten races at Los Alamitos. First post time is 12.30. And they've got a carryover. And their pick six today of $11,868. Carryover, regular pick six, $11,868 at Los Al. 
Delta Downs, nine races. First post time, 2.55. Then we got a whole bunch of stakes races today at Remington. Six stakes races. The You See It Stakes is the seventh. The Jim Thorpe is the eighth. The Trapeze is the ninth. The She's All In is the tenth. The Jeffrey A. Hawk Memorial is the eleventh. And the big race, the $400,000 springboard mile at a mile for two-year-olds is the 12th and final. Nine to the post there, and Echo again. Mr. Asmussen there, Echo again. Nine to five on the morning line with Ricardo Santana aboard. 12 today at Remington. Six stakes races. First post time, 3 p.m. Charlestown has nine races today. Their first post time is 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at Charlestown. And then we wrap it up back at Los Alamitos for their second of two programs today. The nighttime program starts at 6 o'clock this evening. First two races, thoroughbreds. Next two races, mixed breed. Last four are quarter horses. That makes up your eight races tonight at Los Alamitos. First post time this evening. Again, 6 p.m. That's the menu today. Now it's time. Let's get some winners. Let's go first to uh, Bob Mazursky, who gave us a winner yesterday in the opener. Bob, good morning. Hey, Ralph. Good morning. How are you, Jay? Oh, it's uh, it's cold here. I don't know what is there, but it's not. It's uh, right now. It's eight thirty nine, and, and we haven't got to freezing yet. Wow! Wow! It's yeah, it's, uh, nice here. It's beautiful, sunny, and uh, I don't know what the temperature is right now, but it feels comfortable. So. Looking forward to a beautiful day at Los Al. Yeah, well, it's going to be a lot warmer there than it is uh, here. Uh, you, you guys are, uh, they say, you, you got a prediction of about 65, 66 degrees today in L.A. Yeah, that's what they're saying, and I think that's about the same for tomorrow. And uh, looks like for the next few days, at least, we have nice weather coming. All right, Giovanni, back in the winter's circuit immediately when he shows up in California. Yeah, he was able to win at the first race yesterday with the horse I liked, uh, Pepperman. Uh, I had some doubts on the turn that the horse wasn't going anywhere, but <laughs> he stayed down on the inside. Some other jocks in there decided to make premature wide moves, and they paid the price late, and he was able to save ground and uh, outrun them late. So it was a nice way to start the day for him and for the, a nice way for him to start his way back in California as he's back here and uh, you know, Jack Karav is representing him. So hopefully this will get him started and uh, he can start picking up some winners. Now, uh, John Lindo's on Lin his Lindo report for today noted that uh, there was, uh, he thought, a, a bias uh, for the inside down the stretch yesterday. Yeah, it seemed that way. Uh, you know, that sometimes people say that you can't rally on the inside at Los Al, but it certainly wasn't the case Ooh. yesterday. So we'll uh, have to see how that uh, uh, happens right, today. Stay right there because you cut out a little bit there. Stay right oh, where you're sorry. at. It's okay. Just stay right where you're at now because we got you back. So, again, repeat uh, about uh, the bias. Yeah, it seemed like you were able to rally on the inside. There's some days where people don't think that you can rally on the inside. People, of course, sort of get bogged down. But uh, yesterday it seemed to be uh, that was a good place to be. Los Alamitos Futurity. Bob Baffert's got this thing surrounded and then some. He's got three of the five in the race. And everybody's looking at Arabian Lion off of that monster maiden win at Keeneland. Yeah, he was able to, you know, win, and then he went, well, actually, he was second at Keeneland behind Golden Mischief, who's a very nice colt as well, but he's yeah. trained super since he's come back to California. They think that the two turns is really going to suit him. As you mentioned, John Velasquez is here to ride. It'll only be the second time he's rode at Los Al. He's one for one here. He won the, the Great Lady M a year ago with Gamine, so uh, 
well, I'm anxious to see how this horse does going two turns, and because I do think he has a very bright future. Fort Bragg is taking the blinkers off because Bob thought he got too ranked with them last time. The time before, he was zigzagging all over the track. Apparently, he saw the starting gate, and that kind of spooked him, and he ended up getting disqualified. But I think he's a very, very good, talented colt. Just has to learn the game a little bit better and mature some, and then. Mm-hmm. Carmel Road was an impressive maiden winner two starts back and then was given an impossible task at Keeneland. He ran on the grade one there and at post 14, so I think he could just toss that race out. So I wouldn't be surprised if they ran one, two, three, but Arabian Line, I think, merits the edge over the other. Yes, and I, I do stand corrected. He broke his maiden at Santa Anita. Then he went to Keeneland in uh, non-winner other than and uh, finished second, uh, beaten less than the length as the prohibitive favorite, but he very much impressed a lot of people at Keeneland. And since... That race has come out in, in a series of workouts, has two bullet workouts in this most recent 59-4, and four, and that even wasn't a bullet, but uh, that was a good move, that's for sure. Yeah, his uh, the clockers have all been raving about his works, and, you know, he's by Justify, so two yeah. turns should be right up his alley, and I... You know, we'll we'll see how he uh, develops today. Looking forward to the race. And that uh, starts, uh, that race will be the fourth on the card uh, just before the pick six with the carryover begins. Uh, pick six races today at Los Sal races five through ten have good competitive full fields all. And it'll be, a, it's a, a, a very uh, interesting card uh, and a card I know you can make money if you can connect the dots. Yeah, it's no no doubt it's the best of the five cards we've had so far. Uh, as you said, big fields, the late pick four is very competitive. I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, with mm-hmm. the, the $2 minimum bet that the pick six could carry over in the closing day tomorrow. It would not shock me at all because some of these races are so wide open. I don't think there's any overwhelming favorite in any of the pick six races. And if it does carry over to tomorrow... All bets yeah, are off. All, all bets are off because it's a mandatory. It doesn't. You don't even have to have six. You got to have the best tickets to chop it up if it gets there tomorrow, right? That is absolutely true. We have a ten race card again tomorrow, and again, fields aren't quite as big as today, but there are a lot of competitive races tomorrow. And again, it, it's uh, so that's uh, again. I wouldn't be shocked if it carried over into closing day. And uh, featured with the uh, King Gloria Stakes uh, tomorrow there at a mile for you guys as well. But do we got some uh, we got some competitive races and some stuff to do first today with ten races and a post time at twelve thirty. Bob, let's parlay a winner to a winner. Yeah, I'm going to go to the seventh race today. I like number four, Keep Your Coil. She's been freshened since a poor race at Santa Anita, but she loves this racetrack. She's been one, two, and five of six here. Ryan Curatolo and trainer Milton Pineda, both a team for a winner yesterday with Big Talker, who won at nine to two yesterday. I think this horse will fire fresh, and I, like I said, I know she likes to track Milton Pineda's having a solid meet. He's got three wins so far, which ties him with Baffert for the leading yeah. trainer so far. Yeah. You know, we're four days into the meet, so he always does well here. He does well at the nighttime, too, so he's a name to watch for, Milton Pineda. Number four, race seven, keep your coil. All right, seventh race, the four horse, keep your coil. The seventh race, of course, starts the late pick four, as you say, is, is going to be a challenging one at that. So maybe we can get it started with a singleton in the seventh race, the four, keep your coil. Bob Mazursky's play for the race day listeners. I know you have more plays. Uh, where they come? Uh, today's Racing Digest.com. I make selections every racing day for Southern California. Then I'm in the Southern California News Group papers with a graded handicap. That's the L.A. Daily News, Pasadena Star News, Orange County Register, among several others. All right. Thanks a lot, Bob. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Ralph. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, my man. I know you're going to be warmer than we are here. But then again, we're inside, so everything's comfortable. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's place because he has one at Los Al and another one at Aqueduct. Then we'll get uh, Richie... 
John and Jerry to wrap up the show. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon, seventh race at uh, Los Alamitos, has the same horse. He picked the same horse as Bob Mazursky, the four, keep your coil. So we got a, a double good housekeeping handicapper's seal of approval on the seventh race. Jonathan Hardoon, along with Bob Mazursky, likes number four, keep your coil in the seventh. Jonathan in the uh, at Aqueduct comes in the eighth race, the Alex M. Robb stakes. And in the eighth race at Aqueduct, Jonathan likes number three, Perfect Munnings. Number three, Perfect Munnings. At five to one with Javier Castellano aboard is Jonathan's play for the race day listeners in the eighth race at Aqueduct, the Alum, Alex M. Robb stakes. The three in the eighth. And, of course, Jonathan has full sheets for Aqueduct, Los Alamitos, Gulfstream Park and Oaklawn Park. The man works hard. Four sheets, you can get them at his website. We'll be right back with uh, Rich Ang, John and Jerry. Don't go away. The Southern California Thoroughbred Racing Circuit is at Los Alamitos Racecourse through December 18th. On Saturday afternoon, it's the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity with points on the line to the Kentucky Derby. First post time is 12.30 p.m. And racing fans, remember Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday afternoon. You could win a berth through the 2023 NHC. Cost to enter is $500, and that includes a $400 wagering card. And on closing day Sunday, it's the King Gloria Stakes for top juveniles, plus mandatory payouts on all multi-race wagers. It's the Los Alamitos Futurity and their handicapping contest on Saturday and the King Glorious and mandatory payouts on Sunday. And remember, the best of night racing continues at Los Alamitos every Saturday and Sunday night. For Vessels Club information, please call 714-820-2681. The best of racing, the best of nighttime quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. We're going to bring in John Lindo right now because he's got to get ready for his show at the top of the hour. John, good morning. Are you there, John? You found me. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, How are you doing? Uh, good. Uh, you know, I know that you guys are getting ready at the top of the hour for your show. Uh, so we'll get you on and off and uh, plug your show before we uh, get you on your way. But, um, well, we got Baffert surrounding the Los Alamitos Futurity again today in Southern California. And these two-year-olds, you know, in, uh, in about uh, three weeks or so are going to turn uh, to three-year-olds. And he's, he'll have a whole barn full of uh, potential derby horses uh, next year. So he's doing it again. I guess his team, 19 months has been with this stuff with Baffert and Churchill Downs. And I guess they filed another motion to uh, get an injunction so maybe he can run horse run horses in the derby next year right uh, the kind of the same process he went through last year it didn't work last year you know i have my doubt that it will work this year so likely uh you know three of the five horses in, the, in today's fraternity are trained by baffert should he win uh, the winner will not get any kentucky derby qualifying yeah. points but at this point, it's so early in the Derby qualifying season, it's not a big worry. Uh, you know, last year what they did was when they got down to those final one or two preps, that's when they had moved to Barnes and, and got those horses the points they needed to get into the big race. Yeah, I mean, when they get to the races with 100 points, that'll you win one of those, you get in. And his horses are more likely than not to win those uh, prep races anyhow. But for today, he's got the Los Alamitos Futurity surrounded, and it's going to be a Really neat chess game to watch among Baffert runners. 
It is because uh, a lot of similar styles. Carmel Road is post number two. He's got a lot of speed. Uh, Fort Bragg post three. He's kind of the goofy horse. He he <laughs> tried to bolt at Santa Anita one day, and he's kind of run like a drunken sailor down the stretch. And they take the blinkers off of all things today. So he ought to be an interesting watch. And and then Arabian Lion, who who overcame a poor start and just missed at Keeneland last time, a good allowance race. The winner of that race, Giant Mischief, is going to be one of the the selections in today's uh, springboard mile at Remington Park. So we'll see how both of those horses do coming out of that good race at Keeneland. Yeah, I'm interested to see how Mass Musen does uh, today at uh, Remington, that's for sure. All right, John, your Lindell report that uh, noted about the track bias favoring the inside yesterday, all that goody information at the bottom, plus selections for all 10 races, 10 competitive races, a good card today at Los Al, plus a suggested late pick four. All of that stuff's on one sheet, the Lindell report. It's at one place here in Las Vegas. And it's free, complimentary to you, only at the South Point Racebook, because they love horse players. John, a winner? Let's go to race number two at Los Alamitos. In the second race today, number one, Glorious Spring, I thought ran really well at Del Mar, ran second in the same Calvert Allowance condition she runs in today. She broke her maiden at Los Alamitos, so you don't have to worry about whether she likes the course or not. She does. Uh-huh. And, again, if the track plays like it did yesterday, being drawn on the rail is not a negative. It's a positive. So uh, hoping the track is very similar to yesterday, 4-1 to one on the morning line, number one, Glorious Spring, race number two, Los Alamitos. Second race of Los Al, the one horse from the rail. Uh, the one in the second is John Lindo's play. Of course, that starts out the early pick four and a key uh, race in the only pick five of the day. The second race, the one horse, and get the rest right now at the South Point, free of charge. All that good stuff on the Lindo Report. Okay, John, what do you got up for your show? Well, with ThoroughbredLA.com at the top of the hour, Bob Ike and I will be going over the Los Alpha Turdy. We'll talk about that springboard mile, and, you know, we have to get caught up with all the HESA updates and the California <laughs> Horse Racing Board <laughs> meeting on Thursday and all the stuff. You know, we talked about the trying to give away breeding rights and everything else, so uh, we'll have a lot of fun with that today. I'll bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Sure. Yeah, right. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got him, my man. Now we're going to go to Rich Yang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, we got the Las Vegas Bowl today, and we got uh, we got a whole bunch of uh, uh, college bowl games today. We got uh, three NFL games and a whole bunch of great racing going on. It's a great time of year to be uh, being a sports and racing fan. Oh, yeah. We have a great confluence of uh, sports seasons. The only major league not going right now is baseball. But, uh, yeah, we got all the, the other leagues, and uh, we got the horse racing, Ralph. And uh, I do have a, a pick or two for you, so uh, and, and the fans, if they're interested. All right, let's get started. Okay. Uh, I tell you, what, let me get do the horse pick first. Okay. We'll go to uh, the last race at Los Alamitos. It's race 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the number five, Phineas. Uh, five to one in the morning line. Picks up uh, Flavion Pratt. Florent Giroux rode this horse last time. Did nothing wrong. And this horse actually ran a, what I call a, a winning race in defeat. Five to one in the morning line. I'd love to get that. Let's go twenty-five win place. Two for the ROI. Number five, Phineas in the tenth. All right, Flavie and Pat uh, riding today at Los Al. Obviously, a mount in the Los Al Futurity, but he'll hang around for the tenth and final race to get Richie's horse home a winner. The five, Phineas. The five in the tenth and final, Richie's play. And don't forget uh, to get uh, Richie's uh, full uh, selections for all ten races. At the RaceLasVegas.com websites. Okay, uh, I would imagine it's football now, right? Yeah, one college, one pro. In college, uh, let's go to uh, game number 211. 
212. It's Washington State against uh, Fresno State. Mm-hmm. And the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl kicks off at 1230. I really like Fresno State in this race, the, uh, in this game. The, uh, the, the first line that came out was Washington favored by a point and a half. Yep. Uh, I bet this game at uh, Fresno State minus one. It's up to minus four now, yeah. but uh, I still like Fresno State. Even at the minus four, is not a good price, but right. uh, uh, I think it's a much better football team. Mountain West Conference champion sure. against the uh, middle-of-the-road Washington State team. So let's go with 212 Fresno State. And as far as a pro pick, Ralph, let's go to uh, game number 307-308. It's the uh, Minnesota Vikings hosting the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. I-, I love the Vikings in this spot, uh, minus four. Um, I think the Colts, all the wheels have come off the Colts wagon. Vikings rebound off a loss last week to the Lions. So uh, let's go with the Vikings, 308. Yeah, and uh, the Lions are a much better team than their record shows. So Vikings at home against the Colts and, of course, uh, uh, Fresno State. Uh, I do believe that's the uh, college that our quarterback came from, right, Uh, Dennis Carr? Yeah, uh, the the quarterback uh, Carr and uh, Devontae Adams, yeah. so they went to Fresno State. Yeah. Uh, they're on an eight-game winning streak, yeah. Ralph, so they're playing great football now. Fresno State is, <laughs> not the Raiders. Fresno State <laughs> is, not the Raiders. That loss last week, I, that still churns me. Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> all right, you got it, Richie. Thanks a lot for all your input here on the show, and don't forget his selections, racedaylasvegas.com websites. All right, we'll be back uh, right after this break with uh, – Mr. Uh, Jerry Jackwoods, our go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right. Back to wind up the uh, Saturday show uh, here at uh, Race Day Las Vegas. And it took a while for Jerry to defrost this morning from uh, the cold uh, confines here. So now let's bring in Jerry for a couple of quick picks. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, it's a little bit slow here in the morning, but I'm catching (laughs) up now. It's cold out there, pal. (laughs) Yeah, chilly today, Yeah, tomorrow. All right, listen, um, we're running at Belmont. We're in the – it's muddy. It Mm -hmm. could be drying out a little bit, but because of the cold weather, it won't dry out quite as fast as it would, say, in the warmer times. Okay. So we're going to think it's going to be muddy all day long, and I've done the the, the power pages for this kind of condition. I think I have it right. All right. Uh, My – First play today is going to be in race number six mm-hmm. at uh, Aqueduct. That's the six horse Slip Mahoney for uh, Brad Cox. This is a one number horse who raced nice and evenly in his first tr- try, and I think should improve second time out. I don't play a lot of these, but this is one that I do like an awful lot, and I think at the price of uh, seven to two, we're getting the best of it. So I like number six. Um, 
that's going to be my win bet. And okay. let's see, who am I going to use in the exotics? Because I had to check. Well, I'll bet you're going to use the two and the three at least. Right. And maybe even the seven. Right. Two, three, and seven. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reading your power page. That's all. I know. I know. All right. The sixth race, the sixth race and the six. And the link-ups are 237 in reverse, $2 ROI on the 6. Let me ask you real quick. Now, you said it's a one-number horse, right? Right. So uh, do you take into consideration sometimes the trainer, like this is a high-profile trainer, Brad Cox? I do. Okay. All right. That's what I, I want. I definitely do. Oh, okay. I you just know, want... if it's a Brad Cox or a uh, Fletcher or, a, or a, you know, a Chad Brown, yeah. I don't expect them to bounce. I expect them to to repeat. Pair or improve much more to a much higher degree. Okay, time low sell. Let's go to the first, Ralphie. Okay. Number the first race we've got. Uh, what do I got here? You got the six horse, full of grace. Oh, full of grace. Yeah. Okay, and I'm playing with Busy Painter, C A Dreamer, and Where's Frankie? You got those numbers? I certainly do. Busy Painter is number three. Uh, and which the other one? I'm sorry. Painter, C.A. Dreamer, and Where's Frankie? All right. The Busy Painter is the three, C.A. Dreamer is the five, and Where's Frankie is the seven. So you have the six over three, five, seven, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the six in the opener. First post time, 1230 at Los Al today. Power pages for all of Aqueduct and all of Los Alamitos on a very good handicapping and uh, competitive great card today. It is a great card. Get the power page for both. Los Al and Aqueduct right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. See, we got you in there, Jerry. Now, now you can go get that really steaming hot <laughs> cup of cocoa for yourself. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Crazy morning. All uh, right, everybody. Okay, so we will close up shop now. Have a great race day, everybody. 